0: The podcast so today we're going to be talking about part three of course of the book and go over a little bit of what was in it like usual and i'm going to go in depth on how i feel so far about the book since we're a little under halfway through so well yeah um almost halfway not quite but i'm very excited so to kick it off, the book, well, part three starts out where it's just like recapping what they have already talked about, what they've gone over, all of that, and um, just what's going on in general, all of their experiments and um, their surveys, what they've already talked about, their results, and prefacing what they're about to go into. So, basically, they um, wanted to perform another experiment to piggyback off one of the first experiments they did at the Michigan College, I believe, um, and expand the thought of why black students underperformed compared to white students. So... My apologies, I have to get to the page. (laughs) I also have music in the background. I hope you guys like that. Alrighty. So here is a quote for page 50. We invited black and white Stanford students, predominantly sophomores into our laboratory one at a time and gave them a very difficult test of verbal reasoning made up of items from the verbal section of the advanced graduate record examination it was a difficult test for the students in this stage student ex- samples similar to those in our experiment had gotten only 30% of the items correct in pretest administrations on the test it would cause frustration so that is a little bit about that so Basically, what they anticipated to happen was, with the um, preface of stereotype, preface of the um, all of that, the stereotype and stuff, and the um, basing it on intellectual ability, preface their um, the black students for a feel of frustration and threat over their um, performance and becoming a racial stereotype. White students wouldn't, um, enjoy frustration, but they wouldn't worry about confirming any of the stereotypes about them having a lower intelligence compared to their counterparts, which is the black students. So, what basically happened was what they anticipated. The white students did a lot better on the difficult tests than the black students. Now, of course, that is not to say that they are smarter or not smarter. It's just because of the fact that the frustration and stress provided from the Stereotype and confirming it messed them up like we heard in the other ones and the other episodes and other parts of the book. Now, the next thing they went over was they wanted to try and find a way to, um, equal it out again like they did in the before tests. Where they would find a way to make it so that they performed at the same level or of that variation now, that proved to be not as difficult as the other ones because the simple of changing what they said to them or what the type of test was really, really changed it. Like um, this quote on page 51 um, They emphasized that it did not measure a person's intellectual ability. With this instruction, we made the stereotype about blacks' intelligence irrelevant to interpreting their experience on this particular task since it couldn't measure intellectual intellectual ability. With this instruction, we freed these black participants of the stigma threat they might otherwise have experienced on a difficult test of verbal reasoning. And they responded accordingly. They performed at the same higher level as white test takers with equal skills and knowledge and significantly higher than the black test takers for whom the test had been presented as a test of verbal ability. Now... <clears throat> that completely changes it all, and um, really makes it like confirming the um, stereotypes and um, just in general on the intention of the test, like what they go into it thinking, thinking they're gonna confirm a stereotype or thinking that they won't. Um, this is very much um, along the lines of the contingencies he was talking about, how it's powerful enough to affect them, just like the ones in the sports, or the ones in the, um, earlier tests, or the women, or whatever. So, yeah, that was pretty interesting. It also goes on to keep talking about that, and, um, more in depth, and they also talked about a test where um, they reported less interest. If it was a, te- a test of intelligence, um, they would not choose the um, things that are black-associated, like basketball, jazz, or hip-hop. And um, they would choose something else. But if it wasn't, they would choose things that are um, interested in, like, basketball, jazz, or hip-hop, so it's really just them, the pressure of being a stereotype, or, um, feeding into it, making things different, and messing up statistics, and stuff like that, so it's really unfortunate how much an effect that happens, so contingencies that have, um, let's see. Another thing that went over, um, was characteristics and stuff, um, stigmatization, all that. And stereotype threat, they go over what other things were, and all that. So, really feeds into the same thing, all of it has a similar aspect, like, The one common factor was stereotype, threat, and um, contingencies. Confirming the already known stigma or bias or whatever. Sorry, I have a really bad um, congestion. I don't know. She's not doing well. (laughs) Anyhow, so for as like my opinion on the book so far, it's kind of repetitive. It goes over the same things, just in different experiments. So it's nice to see different um, things, but they all pretty much have the same results so far. And there's not a lot of variation in the types of experiments they do. It all has one common thread. Obviously the book is about stereotypes and stuff, but I'd like to see some other things in it and not just like one type of uh, test. So I'm hoping that in the future we will see some different types of uh experiments that he does or more information that differs from already given information because so far it's just been the same kind of thing piggybacking off the black and white students intelligence level um women taking tests against men in math um sports etc all the same things about confirming stereotypes and um contingencies and stuff and being afraid so their performance level drops stuff like that which has been gone over this entire time which obviously is an important thing to you know no but i'd like to hear more stories or um other things so that'd be really interesting to hear about But I do enjoy the book. It is very interesting to put things into perspective and see how stereotypes actually work in real time, you know? Like, I did not expect all of that to be in this book. I expected it to be more, like, less experiment-based and more of a personal experience, like memoir-type thing, which I'm kind of glad it wasn't, because there's only so much that he would be able to write about. But, obviously, as someone who has a lot of experience as a person of color, I can see where he would get a good amount of, um, things about. Which, it really just helps the book. While he also has personal experience, he has, um, real examples, real, um, tests and stuff, which is really, really cool to look at. But, yeah, that's pretty much this part of the book, um... I hope you enjoyed this episode and um come back for the next one. Have a good day. Bye bye.